Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a wild Karen has appeared. Our next Reddit post is from Just Call Me Phil. So I can't sleep because my next door neighbor is yelling at his folks. We'll call him Yeller. They moved into his house temporarily because a tree fell on their house. Yeller is helping them pay for it, and we haven't had any trouble with them for the past two weeks they've been in the neighborhood. Apparently, though, they're the type of people who thinks that buying too many expensive things makes you snobbish. From what I can overhear, yeah, I know I shouldn't be listening in, but I can't sleep. They've been selling some of their son's stuff, as in his games and his game consoles, watches, even his clothing. Apparently, they were putting that money towards groceries, so it sounds at least like they weren't keeping that money for themselves. They did this yesterday and today. Oh man, apparently Yeller went out to dinner with his girlfriend and was planning on proposing to her. Only, when he opened the ring box, he didn't find the ring inside. The parents took the ring and pawned it for gas money and cleaning supplies. Wow! I don't think his parents are staying there for much longer. They even pulled out the Your Stuff Is Our Stuff card. And they called him spoiled. Now I have to listen to him yell at them to get out of his house. Honestly, in what reality is it okay to sell off your host stuff? Kid or not, that is rotten. I think they're quieting down a bit. Hopefully I can sleep now. So (laughs) I laughed in the story because I instantly had a mental picture in my head, which I will paint for you. You know how when the guy goes down on one knee and he opens the ring box facing, (laughs) facing away from him? So when the guy opens it, he can't see inside the box because it's facing away from him and only the girl can see it. So I'm imagining from his perspective, he's looking up past the back of the ring box at his girlfriend's face and the look of what? Shock? Confusion? Anger, disgust (laughs) on her face when she sees an empty ring box. I can only imagine what he was feeling at that moment where he thinks, oh my god, does she think the ring is that bad? Or simultaneously, what's going through her mind? Uh, where's the ring? Is this deadbeat trying to propose to me without a ring? And I know some people get married without a ring, so if you're one of those people, I'm not trying to bash you or shame on you. It's just, (laughs) that image is so funny in my mind of opening the ring, there's no ring there, and people are like, wait, what? Huh? What happens? And, you know, not to be overly cheesy here, but most people hope that they only go through one proposal, right? You don't want to propose multiple times, because that means you either get divorced or you get rejected. So... That really ruins their moment. I mean, he and probably her were both hoping to have a nice date, a nice proposal, and it just gets robbed from them, literally robbed from them, because the guy's parents stole their wedding ring. Jesus. If I were OP, I would have handed my parents a saw and be like, hey, you can use this to cut down the tree and maybe even use the wood to fix your roof. Now, GTFO. Our next Reddit post is from Pharmacine. I'm having a really awful day, so I thought that I would at least give y'all something to darkly laugh about. When I was born, my mom had a first name in mind that she really wanted. My father said, fine, but I get to choose the middle name. He ended up choosing an extremely exotic middle name that my mother was scratching her head where he even got that idea for in the first place. But she gave it to me as my middle name regardless. She found out years later during the divorce that that was the name of the woman that he was passionately hugging at the time of my birth. Fast forward 14 years. My father was once again married and my stepmother was pregnant with my half-sister. My stepmother chooses the first name, a beautiful name that she loves. 
My father once again asked to choose the middle name, and when my mom found out what the middle name was, she just shook her head. It turns out that my father wasn't cheating on my stepmother, but he gave their daughter the middle name of one of his other ex-wives. To this day, as far as I know, neither my half-sister nor my now ex-stepmother knows about this. Neither one of them has any relationship with him, so I'm not inclined to stir the pot and tell them. They're both good people, and I just don't see the point. As far as my middle name goes, my mother doesn't care. Of course, the first thing I asked her was if she wanted me to get rid of it. She said she couldn't care less, lol. It is a beautiful and unique middle name. I still use it as part of my legal name. My father doesn't know that I know about any of this, but it is very illustrative of the fact that he's a classic narcissistic butthole. Okay, okay, we're going to put aside the fact that this is extremely disrespectful to his wife, because that one's really obvious. But on top of that, why would you want to be reminded of the mistress that you're railing every time you think of your daughter? Our next Reddit post is from Beaver SM. So I'm one of the many in the Midwest that got hit by the snowpocalypse. I think we got like 14 inches where I live. I also want to preface this by saying that I don't like kids. I don't hate them, I just don't have any experience with kids, and I haven't felt the need to produce any of my own. I'm a 26-year-old woman, by the way. I work from home, and I received a knock at my door today. There was a group of like four 12-year-old boys, give or take, and they had shoveled my driveway and sidewalk and were now requesting payments. They expected $15 each. I was really confused because they never knocked to ask if they could shovel my driveway. They just did it without asking and were expecting to be paid. I was really just dumbstruck and kind of said, I don't have any cash. And one of them pulled up a smartphone saying they had their mom's Venmo accounts. Again, me just being extremely confused, I started saying that I never agreed to pay them for anything. I was going to shovel my driveway at lunchtime. If they'd asked, I would have said no. The kids got really upset and were like, you're not going to pay us for our work? But again, I never asked them to shovel my driveway. They started yelling at me and I just kind of shut my door. Fast forward a couple of hours, their mom comes and knocks on the door. I open it, and she started screaming at me for not paying their kids. Her points were, 1. It's only $60, and clearly it's not going to break you, which was wrong. 2. They put in the hard work, and they should be paid. 3. My boys did a nice thing for you. 4. I'm proud of my boys for using their snow day to help people, and you're being really ungrateful, and you're going to make them turn to drugs next time. This is where I started to get kind of mad. I told her that I never asked for their services, and it was nice that they shoveled my driveway, but I never agreed to pay them, and they really should have asked first. She insisted that I pay them, and she said they'll ask in the future, but I don't want to reinforce bad behavior. Just because they're kids and people feel the need to let them get away with whatever, this is just not the cycle that I want to perpetuate for these kids. You can't manipulate people into paying you for something they never asked for. I don't know. So far, I've refused to pay them, and I'm now getting torched on next door for being a heartless monster who took advantage of children. Honestly, OP, I'm with you. This feels like a life lesson that these kids sorely needed. 
You can't just spend a whole day shoveling snow and then expect this mystery person to pay you without ever consenting to it. <laughs> and, and the mom arguing that if they can't shovel snow, they'll have to turn to drugs. Because like everyone knows, in the Midwest, there's only two career paths, snow shoveler or drug dealer. Today's episode is sponsored by Coinbase. My second biggest regret is not starting my YouTube channel sooner. My biggest regret is not getting into Bitcoin back when it was like $1. I remember back when Bitcoin was super new, I was interested in it, and I thought about buying some, but I lost interest because I didn't know what to do and it felt a little overwhelming. I really wish that I could have used a site like Coinbase back then. Coinbase is a website that makes it super easy to buy cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Interested in getting into the crypto game yourself? Then check out Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash r slash. Sign up at coinbase.com slash r slash for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash r slash. Our next Reddit post is from Blue Thunder. So this happened to me today. I work in fast food to give you a clearer picture. I went on my break and I was playing Pokemon Shield. So I'm playing my game when I see a young boy about 7 years old watching me. I look up and I see that his mother is watching us. She nods so I assume she's giving me permission to talk to him. I ask if he's played before and he says no so I let him play. I tell him that I started playing when I was his age and I gave him pointers when he asked. The alarm on my phone goes off for the end of my break and I ask for it back, which he does and he thanks me for letting him play. I walk off towards the staff room when I hear the call of a wild Karen behind me. Ahem. I look back and I see the boy's mother behind me. Yes, can I help you? Yes, you can let my son keep playing your game. You're going to be working now so he can play it until we leave. We're paying customers after all. Sorry, miss, but this is my property, so I'm putting it in my bag now. No, give my son your game. Mom, stop. I don't want her game. It's hers. Karen had been raising her voice, so my manager came over because I was late from coming off my break. Is there a problem here? Yeah, she won't give my son her game to play with. She's going to be working now, so she should let him keep playing until we're done. She had this smug look on her face, like she thinks that her logic is sound and that my manager is just going to agree with her. Ma'am, it's her property, and if she says no, then that's her right. But I'm a paying customer. My son should be able to play. Ma'am, if she said no, then that's the end of it. Now, you can either sit down and finish your food, or you can leave. Karen stomped off to her table and grabbed her things before storming out with her son following behind her. I feel really bad for him because he was really sweet as well. My manager asked if I needed five minutes, but I told him I was fine. I put my switch in my bag and just went back to work. Karen used attempted theft, but it failed. Employee used deny. It was super effective. Our next Reddit post is from Clariano. So this happened a couple of years ago, but it still just hurts. My dad and I have never really seen eye to eye. He grew up with no sisters and an awful mother figure, and none of his friends have daughters, only sons. I don't blame him for struggling to raise a girl when he had absolutely no reference point, but he did need to show blatant favoritism towards my brother. I've always been a bit of a black sheep. 
My parents and younger brother have always been this nice little trio. My brother is a mama's boy, but my dad dotes on him regardless. He's four years younger than me. I'm 18, he's 14. I've struggled to find my place in this family. I even don't understand if I'm the oldest sibling or the middle sibling or what. Because my dad accidentally impregnated a girl at 19, had my half-brother, and I was born 14 years later. My older brother was in my life enough that I never felt like the oldest child. But he was also never around enough to make me feel like I'm the middle child either. I'm like my dad's second chance at parenting, and my brother is the beneficiary of all of his practice. Now, aside from that little rant, onto the actual story. My brother and I are very musical. I play a multitude of instruments, he just plays a saxophone, and he's good, he always has been. He suffered classic younger sibling syndrome. We were in a much better financial position when I began playing clarinet. I got a really good beginner slash intermediate model that I still play today. When my brother started playing music four years later, things had gotten tight. So he had to rent his from the local concert band, and it wasn't in great shape. Originally, it was fine because my parents didn't want to invest in something that he might not commit to, but he did, and he loved it. At this point, I was 15, and I'd been working for two years at a local sports club, earning less than minimum wage because I was underage, working my butt off, and saving a pretty hefty percentage of my income. My father, who felt responsible for my job since he knew the owner, but I'd actually gotten the job myself, decided that he was entitled to my savings, which was about 500 bucks at the time. His exact words were, We could use your savings to buy your brother a better saxophone. God, it crushed me. First of all, you can't get a better saxophone than the one he has for only $500. Secondly, what kind of father asks one kid to give up practically two years of work for another kid? It made me feel like he had more pride or hope for his son and that his daughter's savings should contribute towards it. Even though, at the time, I was saving for a student-level clarinet and he knew that. He never offered to pay the money back or anything. And thankfully, after I asked mom what she thought about it, she lost her mind. It was never brought up again, though my dad has asked for my savings since then and I've said no. I can't wait to move out next year. Our next Reddit post is from She Got That Hair. So, I have extremely long hair. It reaches my knees when it's down, and I take extremely good care of it and spend a lot of time, energy, and money keeping it healthy and in great condition. So, it's obviously pretty important to me, and even without talking to me, it's obvious that I'm quite protective of it. Usually, when I leave home, I put it up in a bun or some other protective style, but today, I thought that it looked really good and I decided to leave it down for once. Me and my husband went to a local cafe for breakfast. And as we were seated, I saw across from us was a mother and her clearly very excitable young daughter. This was fine, obviously. They were just trying to enjoy their morning like I was, and I don't really pay much attention to them. Until I hear the girl say to her mother, Mommy, that lady's hair is so long. Can I play with it? I think this is a weird request, but I don't really expect anything to come of it until I hear the mother trying to get my attention. I turn to her and she says, Can my daughter braid your hair, please? It would keep her quiet. I say, No, I'm not really comfortable with that. 
The girl immediately looks heartbroken, and her mom sighs and just looks tired, then says, Why not? It's just hair. Let her play with it. I gave her my reasons. I don't like people touching me. I don't let people touch my hair. And there's still a pandemic going on, and I'd rather not get too close to strangers unless I absolutely have to. My husband even chimes in with, She doesn't even like me touching her hair very often. Which was a lie. He's like one of the only people who I'm comfortable with. But he was just trying to help me get out of this conversation because he's a sweetheart. The girl kind of looks at her mother with a pleading look, but her mom just looks at her and says, The mean lady won't let you. Then she shoots me a look of daggers. Like, what the F, dude? What did I do? Would you let strangers touch your hair, lady? I get that she's tired, but I'm not in the wrong for keeping my boundaries in order. It was a slight annoyance, but luckily they were already most of the way through their meal by the time we arrived, so they weren't there for too long. Still, it was a weird situation that made me overall uncomfortable. I feel like this is a very, very bad lesson in consent, especially bodily consent, to teach a young, impressionable girl that a woman who doesn't let strangers touch her body is being mean. That's really the message you want to go with? That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.